BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. John Astronomy, welcome to another episode of Talking Metal. This is another very special episode coming to you from the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo. We are having a great time. We have a very special guest here, Mark. Yes, we do. Sonny Pooney. Am I pronouncing that right, Sonny? You are. You are. Thank you. And Sonny is not only a special guest, but he is a guest host and producer of this episode. Yeah, and he is a, a contributor to this convention or expo. You made a contribution through the... Rock and Pod Go Fund Me page, right? And you're one of three that we've had. I also want to give a shout out to Joe and Jerry from Long Island. Joe Beck, that is, and Jerry from Long Island, who also contributed to uh, In Talking Metal's name to this great convention. So thanks to all three of you for being a supporter of what we do as an independent podcast. Yeah, I, I love the podcast. You guys do a great job. I listen all the time. So. Uh, for me, it was like, you know what, the donation's well worth it, cool. right? And to get something out of it and hang with you guys, that's even a bigger bonus. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about you. You have some songs that you want to play for us here on the show. Let's start first off with this great band that you introduced me to. Um, let's tell us who they are and where they're from. So the band is called Restrained. They're from Sacramento, California. Is that um, where you're from? I'm from California, yeah, okay. Northern California. Okay. Yeah, San Francisco. And, uh, you know, they're a local band that's been around now since uh, 2000 and, uh, 2008-ish, okay. right? Um, they've released a couple of albums. And, you know, it's a, a 40-somethings that uh, kind of found each other late. Yeah. So they're trying to crack into the music business now, which is not easy. Right, yeah. Um, and, you know, I, a band like this who sound great, by the way. I, you played me some of their stuff. I, you got to give anybody like that so much props because at that point in your life, you're not, you're probably not going to become a rock star playing, flying around on private jets. I always have so much respect for people like that because they're doing it because they love it and they believe in the music. Much like we do these podcasts, we're not making any money off of this. You know, we do this because of a love. And to me, there's something very special about that. Yeah, and they're passionate and they're great live. And, you know, they all got lives. Uh, couple of them have kids you know they got real jobs you know and it's it's kind of tough uh they play for uh, open for a lot of national bands striper um i think michael schenker one time ynt um so they they get out there probably about once every couple of months to play in sacramento but they really haven't ventured very far off that and their music available on i think itunes and and was it cd baby where were they? yeah yeah itunes uh, amazon amazon i think okay. they're on cd baby and their website Okay, cool. And we will have their website linked through today's show notes on TalkingMetal.com. And let's get into a, a track. I know there was a few that you wrote down here. You narrowed them down. I forgot which one you wanted to do. Is yeah, I wanted to really uh, 
Let's Play Darkness Calls. Cool. It's uh, kind of this, uh, kind of got a horror movie feel to it. So uh, definitely an interesting song. Excellent. Let's get into it now on Talking Metal.
That was Darkness Called by Restrained. What a cool thing. And, uh, Sonny, I, I really appreciate you turning on us Talking Metal fans and Talking Metal staff to um, a, a great band that we would not have heard of if it wasn't for you. Thank you. Yeah, and I appreciate you guys playing it. You know, they it's riffy rock, right? Catchy choruses. Some people kind of compare them to Priest. Some are Queensryche. Uh, they have Dokken. BLS, they're in that vein. Right on, right on, cool. Well, let's move on to your next pick, Sonny. Uh, Y&T, known back in the 70s as, what, Yesterday and Today, a band that's been around for probably, what, over 40 years, I would think, at this point, right? Absolutely, and I'm a Bay Area guy, so you can't be a Bay Area guy without being a Y&T fan. It's not okay to do that. (laughs) And a friend of mine playing bass for them right now, by the way, Aaron Aaron Lee. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He joined up with them probably a a year or two ago. Uh, Know him from the Frank Hannon band, Uh, so he's... He's out there rocking with Y&T, who are still just potent live. I mean, they sound fantastic. Oh, and, and yeah, Amanda Kenny's so underrated. Yes. It's ridiculous. And it's one of those guys that plays every solo note by note, yes. right? Yeah. And actually, there's an Ace connection here because they opened for Ace several times Okay. Uh, when Ace came out uh, with Fraley's Comet, right? The guys played the Henry Kaiser Auditorium. I think Ace opened for Y&T. Oh, was it that? Yeah, yeah. I know they were opening for Y and T. It was nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah, so um, it was White Lion. The the concerts I saw were White Lion, then Ace, then Y and T. Yeah, I couldn't remember uh, which order it was mm -hmm. in, but uh, yeah, those were great shows. I I went to a few of them on that tour. Yeah, it was fun. It was really fun. And when did you first discover Y and T? For me, it was uh, Summertime Girls on on. which, MTV, of which course. got you know they got a little flack for that, but it, I, you know I hear that on Sirius every now and again, and it, it sounds good to me. But you know I'm I think you know some of the with Black Tiger and, and and Mean Street and stuff was a, a little more potent than than that stuff. And uh, yeah, such a great band, but um, it is interesting. So you, you heard that commercial song by them, and then did you go back and discover their their back catalog from there? Yeah, so I go back and I get. Uh, the first album that I got from them was actually Black Tiger. Right. Right. And then, you know, you would see Y&T shirts at the high school okay. that I went to and, the, you know, the college I went to. And I'm like, man, who are these guys? And then when I saw them live a couple of times, I'm like, oh, yeah, I own everything. Right. Yeah. So big fan. Cool. And at that time in your life, you're talking to high school days, what other bands were you listening to? Uh, Kiss, Wasp. I, I went to high school from 83 to 86. So okay. we're at Rat. Kiss, Wasp, I graduated in 87. So. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all, I guess, quote-unquote hair metal, whatever right. you want to call it. But yeah. uh, it was catchy choruses, you know, great guitars, sing-along, hummable melodies, that kind of thing. Awesome. What are we going to hear from Y&T right now? Well, my favorite, one of my favorite albums is actually Mean Streak. Yes. And uh, we're going to play the song Hang em High. Hang em High by Y&T here on Talking Metal.
That was Hang 'em High by YNT from the Mean Streak album. Yes, good stuff. Picked by Sonny, who is our co-host, co-producer of this episode. Now, we're going to get into a band that I remember. You're going to have to refresh my memory from when, when they were out. Because Tal- Talisman... With Jeff Scott Soto, right? Right, right. Yes. So yeah, uh, I remember. I, I, was this like 2005-ish, 2006? What? That's the tail end. They were around the since 1990. Wow. Okay. And that's the problem, right? It was. It's a Swedish band. Yeah. And they're coming in right as hard rock is dying. Yeah. Right. So they c- can't really get uh, any traction. They're big in Europe. They were right. big in Europe until Marcel's death in uh, a few years ago. Their bass player passed. Okay. Wow. Um, but this is, I mean, straight ahead, uh, yeah. Swedish rock. I mean, it's it's hard rock the whole way. Yeah, I'm glad you're playing this because I'm embarrassed to say that I, I know them. I know Jeff Scott Soto was, was with, with them, but I don't know much about them. I feel like I had one of their last releases uh, was sent to me by a publicist like when we first started doing this show back in 2005. So, so yeah, great pick. And... You mentioned the who is the bass player that passed on? Yeah, the bass player passed on. Uh, they've had revolving guitar players a little bit. And has um, Jeff Scott Soto been consistent in the band? Yeah, oh yeah, he's yeah. been consistent in the band. Yeah. And they stopped really playing after uh, Marcel passed. Okay. Uh, but uh, Jeff Scott Soto is one of my favorite singers of all time. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm a I'm a huge Jeff Scott Soto fan. So and that guy, I mean, he can do. Uh, well, he was in Ingbe, yeah, and he can sing a mean ballad too. So right. he, he's got uh, definitely breath to his assortment. Awesome. Talisman, what are, we, what are you going to play for the listeners? We are going to play a more aggressive song by them. It's called Out of My Way. It's from 2003's Cats and Dogs, sixth studio album. Cool. Here it is on Talking Metal.
What you just heard was a little talisman. We are coming to you live from the recording live, I should say, from the Rock and Pod Expo in Nashville. And this has been just a great event with all sorts of great podcasts, uh, many of which, I, uh, let's see, how many are you actually personally involved with, Sonny? Yeah, so I have two that I'm regularly involved with, uh, Podcast Rock City. I'm a cool. co-host, and that's an all-kiss podcast. Right. And then uh, a guy named Stephen Michael and myself are doing a, a new podcast called Grown Up Rock. We oh, just okay. released our fifth episode. Oh, cool. I haven't so, heard uh, that. I'm going to have yeah. to check that out. Yeah, cool. and it's uh, kind of a new idea. Yeah, so and what's that all about, Grown Up Rock? Uh, it's more about just rock stories, right? right. So it's like everybody's kind of got a rock and roll story through their life. Yeah. And uh, we want to kind of know that. So the other day we interviewed personal Marco. Stories yeah, personal stories that relate to rock. Stories. Okay. So oh, when wow. we interviewed Marco Mendoza, it's like, how'd you get started? What was the first thing you heard? What oh, made you pick up great. the bass? Yeah, that's a great idea. Great concept. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. And that's it. five episodes in at this point? Yeah, five episodes in. Growing Up Rock. Yep. Cool. Uh, growing Up, like G-R-O-W-I-N? Growing that's up. right. Okay, yep. and that's on iTunes? Yes, sir. Okay, I will subscribe to that. And you know what's cool is, Mark, Mark, you always said, like, when you're going to do a podcast, it might help if you zero in on something and, and you make that your thing. Right. Like, instead of just, a, here's a podcast about miscellaneous subjects. Like, you know, you're, not only are you doing a rock one, but you're talking about these personal stories growing up, and I think that's a very cool thing that sets you apart from a lot of the other stuff. Yeah, and we're also doing something pretty cool. Like, if you go to the website, you can put your personal story there, oh, and cool. then we'll attach an episode to it, and if possible, we'll get you on the episode. Oh, nice. So that way you can share your story. Yeah. Great idea. And you're obviously a KISS fan? Major KISS fan, yeah. Number one band for me. Top three KISS records? Uh, Asylum, Unmasked, Rock and Roll Over. Oh, nice. Good, yeah. Good mix. I am an enormous fan of Unmasked, which gets really hit hard by a lot of critics. But what great songwriting on that. You know, I mean, three Ace songs on that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was just... it was pop, but I, I, what that when that hit me, I was in uh, fifth, fifth or sixth grade, and just was really a big part of my life. And to this day, it's still one of those records I put on. And I just love to listen to it. Never grows old for me. Yeah, if it wasn't Kiss and there was no makeup and all right. that kind of stuff, another band puts that album out with the same song, same singer. Yeah. It's a hit. Yeah, like it, it hit right, but you know. With the mystique of the costumes and Love Gun hanging over them. And right. It's, uh, I don't know if it was a great album for Kiss. Love Gun I love Dynasty. It. Love Gun and Dynasty, yeah. right? They're the biggest band in the world. Right. right. Oh, you mean Love Gun hanging over them because it was such a big record. Right, right, right I got right. you. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, such a great record. Anyways, back to your your picks for today. We're going to hit some Striper. Uh, some really, uh, I have some of your potential picks. I forget which one you're going to go go with but the trooper which was very interesting a, a cover of the maiden song no more hell to pay from no more hell to pay more than a man from second coming a record that i really liked a lot what, what, do you, what are we going to hit here we're going to hit uh, no more hell to pay because i think what ends up happening with striper sometimes is people think they're soft right right and striper uh has actually a lot of heavy music and yeah. The newer it is, the heavier it is. Yeah, it's and true. No More Hell to Pay came out in 2013. So yeah, uh, and the album's the same name. This is the tra- track off the album. Let's check it out now on Talking Metal.
little striper here on Talking Metal with No More Hell to Pay. One of our, our first interview on Talking Metal yep. was Striper, conducted by John Astronomy. Yep. Yeah, which really kind of got the ball rolling, mm-hmm. you know? The funniest thing that happened with that interview is that there was a whole longer interview done, yeah. and, and it was erased by me by yeah. accident. That's yeah. That was the rookie move mistake that I did. Yeah. And then I had to go back to the guys and say, remember that great interview we did? Well, I'm sorry I lost it. May I have another two minutes with you? And they're like, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> but they were all really nice. They were all really nice. I'll tell you a story. Um, well, I'll tell you a little bit about me. I am a music geek, so I know where every high note he's supposed to hit when they do the songs. Yeah. So yep. when I'm live, I got the phone out right. waiting for him to hit that note. And if he yeah. doesn't hit that note, I'm not going to be happy. Right. He's ne- he's not never disappointed me. Right. That guy sure. still's got it. Yeah. Michael Sweet's a man. Yeah. 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 He he really is, and he's he's a, a hell of a nice guy too. I, I've interviewed him a number of times. And I'm not like Mr. Religious myself. I'm actually not religious at all. Yet I, I, I he's such a relatable guy. And and you know he we had a conversation once about how there's a lot of people who aren't like you know born again Christians who are just enormous Striper fans. I, I you know and I, I I don't know if I'm an enormous fan, but I'm definitely a fan of Striper. And and I think that that's that's kind of a cool thing that that because so much Christian rock doesn't doesn't really reach across to the mainstream but striper is one of the few christian rock bands who really truly uh can reach people outside of the christian rock bubble if you will yeah and that and i'm with you because i'm not a religious guy either right but uh i'll be singing these songs at the top of my lungs in the car right and you would think i am but i'm not a religious guy it's just just good music right i mean that's just what it is so our next uh next song we're going to hit here it's funny john mentioned losing the the uh, the striper interview back in 2005 when he did that uh, I've I think we've only lost four or five interviews out of the hundreds of interviews we've done probably like three four maybe even 500 interviews we've done on talking metal one of the other ones was hailstorm I interviewed Lizzie Hal backstage at Roseland in New York uh, New York City and it was a phenomenal interview again it's always the good ones right and uh, I I didn't hit save on the recorder and gone um so yeah so anyways on that note hailstorm what are we going to hit off of that sonny so we're going to play them, i should say yeah we're going to play a song um off the second album it's called mrs hyde okay um and it's from the album uh, the strange case of that came in 2012 let's do it
was a little hailstorm. Miss Hyde from the strange case of. You got to give anyone under the age of like 35 a lot of credit if they're out there playing guitar, rocking hard, because it's not a cool thing among kids. Like when we were kids, you know, we saw earlier at this uh, expo, they screened heavy metal parking lot. I mean, there was a cool factor to, to rock with young people back in the 80s that doesn't exist anymore. So I always give people, I mean, sure, it's still kind of cool, but it, it's not like quite like it was back in the 80s. So anytime I see somebody out there who's who's young, a lot younger than me, you know, Lizzie Hell and the, the Hellstorm guys who join her, I, I really got to give them a lot of credit for holding the torch and, you know, flying the flag of rock and being a, a younger adult because, again, it's 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 not really as cool as it used to be. Do you agree with that? Oh, totally agree yeah. with that, and they're doing it the hard way. They're road warriors, so yeah. they're playing 100, 100, 150 shows a year, yeah. and this album actually went gold in right. 2013. It right. went gold. Which is like, incredible. Yeah, which is 500, incredible. 500,000 right? copies. That would have been yeah. 3 million copies about 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Cool. Well, Sonny, it's been great hanging with you here on Talking Metal. I think we're, we're down to the last song, right? Yeah, so we're going to play some back Black Label Society. And I, to me, Zach Wilde's a beast. Oh, and, uh, so incredible. You know, I've, seen him a, I've seen him live a couple of times, and it is cult-like when you go see him live, right? Yeah. He's elevated on a stage. Yeah. There's, you know, it's bike, wall-to-wall biker. You know, yeah. you got the fist just pumping. just an aura around the it's guy. It's just yeah. unbelievable. Yes. Getting goosebumps telling you. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. Just, it was unbelievable, and uh, you know, I, I found I found out about Zach and No Rest of the Wicked because that's my favorite Ozzy album. Right. So yep. right at that '89 part, right. So it's interesting. I don't hear a lot. Of, that's a great record. I don't hear a lot of people say it's their favorite. So and yeah. I, I love that record. Yeah, it's, and I don't think there's a bad song on there. Yeah. He rips on that record. Blood so. Bath and Paradise, so awesome. Yeah. So many. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that song. You never hear people talk about that song. It's, yeah. Yeah. So when he came out with Black Label Society, I was all over that. Yes. And, uh, and I've seen him probably seven or eight times now. And he brings different bands out with him. Like it's because of him I saw the Butcher Babies. Right. Because you know it's because of him uh, that I saw at this in this moment. Right. So there's just different bands that he'll go out with all the time. And yeah, uh, he's a really cool guy. Cool, Sonny. Thank you for joining us here on Talking Metal. We'll have links up to your podcasts in today's show notes on talkingmetal.com, and we encourage all the Talking Metal listeners to uh, go to our site, which is TalkingMetal.com again, and join our Patreon uh, funding account, use our Amazon links, leave us a review on iTunes, preferably a positive review, and support what, what we do here on Talking Metal and what all the other podcasters are doing to, to bring you the music we love, guys like Sonny. Uh, guys like Michael Butler, guys like Chris Sinzak, who put this whole expo together uh, of Decibel Geek. Support your podcasts. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank you for having me. Just right. Twisted it, broken down. Forever on the wrong side. Where am I going? Acting on my just right. Twisted it, 